Macy, how are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. How are the sunflowers today? Um, so I'm actually not on the farm today. I am pub sitting down the road in Charlotte. But yesterday, they were doing pretty good, other than the ant attack. The ant attack. Oh, yeah, I saw that. You you made a funny joke about ants in your pants. And yeah, I, I was hoping that other people caught that. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, it was about to be bad, but luckily I felt them like halfway up my leg and I was able to avoid being bitten or stung or whatever they do. Oh my gosh. That's nuts. That's crazy. So, so you live out in uh, North Carolina or South Carolina? I'm in North Carolina. Gotcha. Super fun. And you, you live on a farm or you live by a farm or you work on a, on a farm? Yes, we live on a farm. Um, now it's a hobby farm. Um, we did um, back in the day when my grandfather was living, we had um, beef cows. I used to have a bunch of hogs, some sheep. Um, mm-hmm. We still have some honeybees. We have many donkeys and egg laying chickens and then tiny garden. And then I have some flower plots that I'm growing some flowers. Gotcha. So much fun. And then you, you like in passing told me that you work with like large cats so I did. what's the story there like like let's let's get into that so I used to work at a zoo um it's the largest privately owned zoo in North Carolina and I did get to bottle feed a baby tiger one summer um he yes it was very fun and I still have a scar on my hand from his little tooth going through my hand mm-hmm. um but yeah, that was a really cool experience. I got to hang out with the big cats and then a baby big cat. Mm. That's nuts. Like, I feel like yeah. that'd be like the dream to do that even for just a little bit, even for like even an hour, oh, yeah. let alone a whole summer. It was definitely like surreal. I'm like, how do I get to wake up and do this every day? Um, I was a camp counselor at zoo camp. It was a little zookeeper camp. So we had, um, then that's like right up my alley. I love kids. I love animals. I love being outside. So we yeah. had all kinds of stuff, birds, snakes, turtles, kangaroos, um, mm-hmm. literally any type of exotic animal you can think of. Mm. So are you like the, the Dr. Doolittle? Um, like the female social media, Dr. Doolittle? I mean, possibly. Is that where you're going to label me as? No, um, no, no, no. You just, you're just, you're just good with animals. Yeah. I love animals. Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. How, how many animals do you have? Um, so personally I have one animal. He is a Nigerian Euromastix. He's a exotic lizard. Um, he's super cool. His name's Xander. I don't really post a lot about him because it's kind of weird, like an adult woman having an exotic animal. I promise I'm not like a weird animal nerd. He's just super cool. And I had to have him. Um, I love it. And then I bought my mom a donkey for Mother's Day. And then she bought two more. So we have three little mini donkeys, um, three cats, a dog and a handful of chickens. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what the title is going to be. Macy bought her mom a donkey for Mother's Day. That's fine. She was <laughs> real. She was so mad at me at first. And then she like immediately fell in love and then bought more, of course. Really? I feel like all parents always do that. They're like, don't get any animals. And then they're obsessed. Yeah, that was my mom. Yeah, but like a donkey is like a lot of responsibility. Yeah. It'd be like getting a dog for a three-year-old, right? Yeah. 
Well, and luckily, then, like we have we have the means to, you know, and the land grow and them out in the pasture, and had we had a little um, barn for them because I had built a little barn for my hogs. I had six hundred pound hogs that I was raising, so we just kind of cleaned that whole stall out and threw the donkeys in there. Did you say 600-pound hogs or six 100-pound hogs? Nope. There were like three or four 600-pound hogs. Oh! That at one point, yeah. My gosh. Yeah, they were massive, like the size of your couch. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty big. I'll have to, like, find and post a picture, like, after you release this and be like, go look at Macy's hogs on her story. <laughs> yeah, crazy. You're just like a marketing genius. I'm going to go look at Macy's hogs. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I still had them. They're kind of stinky. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I bet. So how did you get to be, like, where you are? Like, let's let's hear about you, Macy. Oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like every time I meet somebody new, they're like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea how you – like, I didn't know that you did this or you've done this or you knew this or you can do this. Like, everybody's like, you're just a bag of tricks. And I just love to learn and I love to get my hands in things. Um, I love animals. I mean, I, I taught my how, myself how to play multiple instruments. Um, mm. I love the Lord, obviously. I'm a big politics girl. Um, I was supporting one of our sheriff's candidates in my county and did like a big campaign video for him and helped campaign for him. Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of stuff. I'm actually a wedding planner. So really? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a wedding planner. I went to school um, for event planning. Um, mm -hmm. I cheered all four years in college at a division one um, school and I was in a sorority all four years. I just, I, I don't know. I'm very interesting, I guess. <laughs> a lot of interesting things I've done. That's awesome. So, and so you're an event planner, you love animals, you're a country girl, but you also did the sorority thing, you're a cheerleader. So, like, where, like, where's the intersection of all this stuff? Because, like, a lot of it seems like it's polar opposites. Um, I don't know. I guess just like my God-given talents. I've The Lord is always revealing new things to me. I've always been so curious and um, independent and just wanted to, oh, you can do that? Oh, I can do that too. Um, I love sports. I love outdoors. I love people. I love creating. There, I don't even know how where I could just pin the intersection for all these things other than like God. Right. Just like your God given curiosity. Yeah. And all those, these opportunities that he's given me that could have come from no one else, but God. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So when did you, when did you start posting on social media? Cause I, I think the story there is really interesting. It's kind of like a story arc of redemption. Yeah, so um, I kind of blew up on TikTok. I had a little mini blow up. Um, I got posted on Call Her Daddy um, posting a video about men's receding hairlines. And um, Wow. Yeah. Were you was... trying to get reposted by them? Like, were you no, making that kind so of content? Or were you just like... I was just being dumb and rude. And this was before um, I had come back to Christ. Um, I was a senior in college this was 
probably in the fall. So two years ago, I don't know. I graduated last May. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was in the fall of my senior year. And I was just being so rude. Um, I was mm-hmm. hurt. I was obviously hurt. Um, I wasn't really a big fan of the male species at the time. And uh, you just gone through a bad breakup or something. Yeah, I guess you could say, I don't know. I, ha- I, I was doing a lot of dating and like, you know, talking and stuff like that. And just was repeatedly being hurt. And the video came out of a place of hurt, but it blew up and it brought mm-hmm. me a lot of publicity and now I watched the video and I, I even said a bad word in the video and I was like and now I'm like oh my god like that's mm-hmm. embarrassing like seeing what I post now is like very much you know Christ related and um like you know modesty and um mm-hmm. natural and political and um all kinds of stuff it just that wasn't a good reflection of my character um but Christ in September and um gave my life to Christ. I was actually um set free from a lot of um demonic oppression that I was suffering with and going mm. through. Um I was I don't know if we do we want to get into this right now? Like do you have any questions for me before I just No <laughs> get into it. Like what like how okay. did it manifest? Like what what did it look like? So, because so, because I, I I don't think you're and, and this is why I wanted to have you on. Okay. Like I don't think that you what you were dealing with is unique, right? And I think it can no. help a lot of people. No, absolutely not. Um, I was just, I guess, going back further. Um, I've always loved the Lord. I've always devoted time to the Lord ever since I was little. Um, I loved worshiping God. I love singing. And um, even though I was kind of like, you know, independent still, just growing up, I would sit in my room and pray or just talk to God. Or even when I was outside, like playing out in the pasture or fishing, I would talk to God. And um, I always made it a priority. I would I would invite my friends to my youth group. I had a really great youth group at the church I was, um, I grew up in. And I would invite people to youth group and lock-ins and I just made it a point to put God in everything that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents really sheltered me. Um, We, I didn't drink. Um, The first time I drank was at a friend's house in high school and I had like a Smirnoff, like the craziest thing ever. I was so crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I just didn't drink. My parents didn't drink. Um, My parents didn't party. Um, they were very good examples. So when I got to college and, you know, I was already on the cheer team when I got there because I had to try out in the spring. Um, I was already on the cheer team. So I already had that, that group. And then I joined a sorority. So then I had that group. I was just in this environment where there was no rules. I could just do whatever I want. I was Mm -hmm. in charge of myself. I had to get myself to class, had to feed myself. And then whatever else I got to do and just do whatever. So I started going to frat parties because that was just what you did. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Um, I went to athletic parties. We'd hang out at the baseball house, the basketball house, the golf house, the tennis house. And um, that's just what you do. It was just a small mm-hmm. college. There was nothing else to do. Um, wasn't old enough to get into the bars or the clubs. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
this school party. That was my life. Um, <laughs> it soon became super, like, annoying. I was like, this is so annoying. Like, I wish there was more that I could do. Like, um, I was still going to church. I had a great church in Greensboro. Um, I went to University of North Carolina at Greensboro. So mm-hmm. I had a great church in Greensboro that I would go to. I had a couple of friends that would go with me. Um, but it was so hard to be an influencer and not influenced by that environment and the people I was, you know, spending all this time with. Mm-hmm. Really, I just, nobody any better. The, the most I was hanging out with, they weren't Christians or um, they were, but they didn't truly know what it meant to be a Christian. And right. So I was opening all these doors spiritually. Um, I went through a tough time with boys and um, that, that really hurt. And really and truly, I was struggling with kind of an identity issue um, below the surface because, you know, on the surface, I was confident. I knew what I liked, I knew what I wanted. And then I was struggling with anxiety. Uh, my sophomore year I started having awful panic attacks like I would have to take my Mm. clothes off lay in the floor turn the fan on high and just lay there until I could catch my breath and calm down Um, I didn't know what that was really scared me Um, I would I wouldn't be able to sleep Um, I'd have really bad anxiety you know waking up hungover the next day oh my Mm. gosh Macy Macy you did a flip in middle of this party last night and like I'm like what are y'all talking about you did this and you were drinking Whoa. this much and I'm like talking like I would literally black out and not remember what was happening so I was just in a very horrible dark place and I was pretending like everything was fine you know I go on the weekends and see my family and pretend like I was fine and they knew I was hurting but didn't really know how to address it or what actually I had been into uh, mm-hmm. I was really big scopes um i was like mm. oh yeah you know, yeah i'm witty and i'm responsible and like i was like so horoscopes um and reading those and like repost story and mm. um i think one of the first things that like the lord kind of was revealing to me um i just thought of this i haven't thought about this in a long time i had a dream catcher above my bed and the Lord revealed to me, like, I just felt him. He dropped a head and said, that needs to go. I'm like, mm. where, what, where, what, what do you mean? And then my, at the same time, um, my, I have two younger sisters and they're just a couple years younger than me. We're super close in age. Um, they were talking about objects in your home that can be um, demonic or evil or open up, you know, doorways for different dark spirits to come in. And so I remember taking it down and throwing it away. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll sleep better. I won't be as anxious or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So um, really and truly what caused like this great awakening in this world, I guess, was I was on TikTok and um, I love TikTok. I'm, you know, always on TikTok. I learn a lot from TikTok and I see this guy and he's yelling at these people. And I'm like, what is he doing? And these people are like screaming. They're laying on the floor. And then I like, I'm doing more research. And this guy is a 
deliverance pastor and he is literally casting demons out of people and I like became infected I was like oh my gosh this is so cool and Mm -hmm. I grew up Pentecostal in a Pentecostal church where you know it was regular for people to fall out in the spirit on Sunday Um, Mm -hmm. people have their little tambourines and you know get into it their little praise flags or whatever Mm -hmm. very um, spirit-filled church and um so this was nothing new to me, you know, I'd never seen it with my own eyes, but I had seen, you know, the power of God and what the Holy Spirit can do in a church or in a person and what that anointing looks like. So mm-hmm. I'm just so obsessed with this guy. And I'm like, dude, I got to see this guy. Um, and really interesting when I was watching I would feel things in my body moving around. I'm not even kidding you right now. It freaked me out. Mm. What is going on? Like my stomach, I'd feel like a shift in my stomach and Mm -hmm. things would move around. And so um, it was just crazy. So I got, I'm like, I got to see this guy. And um, he finally, he's coming to North Carolina. He lives in Florida. His name is Daniel. Um, If hasn't seen him or heard of him look this guy up he's the real deal um he helped set me free anointing that mm-hmm. just the lord gave him um he helped set me free and so i end up driving four and a half hours to this deliverance revival it's in the middle of nowhere north carolina like almost Hmm. almost to the coast and i drove from boone that morning my friend had got married the night before i drove from boone that morning four and a half hours to get these demons cast out of me i was expectant okay i came expectant so i get in this church i'm the last person there i'm about 30 minutes 45 minutes late Mm -hmm. and i pull up a chair in the very back row and um I'm just sitting there and Daniel's up there preaching. Um, he's talking about love and community and, you know, what God tells us and this and that and other, um, very much out of the Bible. Everything was lining up. I was like, yep, this guy's for real. He's for real. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just feel that there are so many broken hearts in this room. Mm. If you have a broken heart, just stand up. And you would not believe the amount of people that stood up. There was a ton of us. I stood up. I was like, yep, that's me. I'm heartbroken. Um, like, I'm going through it. So I stood up. And he was like, wow, that's a lot more than I thought. He, if you have a broken heart, come to the front. So I went to the front. And um, so, like, I'm standing in the back of the church. And obviously, there's a stage in front. And then there's, like, the left side, the middle, and then the right side. I'm sitting in the very middle. So I go down the, my left and I'm mm-hmm. kind of standing there. I'm like kind of in the front, kind of still in the, in the very middle. And he's working his way around, um, starting on the right side. And he's just putting his hands on people's heads and he's saying, Holy spirit, heal, heal their broken heart. And some people are like falling out. They're being, in the spirit and when I tell you like this guy's anointing is so heavy it is so heavy just the touch of him and you know his just anointing will you know fall out in the spirit and have that spiritual encounter and then one girl she just starts manifesting demons she Mm. is angry she is growling 
looking at him and um you know as christians we have that power and authority over darkness and mm-hmm. he's like nope in jesus name be silent leave her body now in the name of jesus and she like falls to the ground she's coughing she's spitting um basically like dry heaving these demons out of her body he goes around goes around and he's getting closer to me there's like a guy that's like two or three people in front of me he puts his hands on this guy this guy flew i'm not even joking i cannot make this up this guy went up in the air flew backwards and then landed on his back like he had some demons going on they did not want that touch that anointing that holy spirit fire to hit them they he flew and i Whoa. i just i literally i just can't make it up it's still to my day to like this day i can't my head on it other than god but so he finally and he puts his hands on me and i actually have a video of it i can send you later i don't know if like you want to crop it or post it or i don't know what you want to do I don't mm-hmm. know with it but I'm just standing there and I have my eyes closed and I'm like, Lord, know what's about to happen? I saw a man fly. I saw a girl paralysis. That was not hers. I don't know what's about to happen, but I know you can set me free. I know you're the healer. I know you're the mm-hmm. deliverer. I know you're the redeemer. And I'm just standing there and he comes around to me and he puts his hand on my head and he said, Holy Spirit, heal her heart, Lord. And boom, I hit the ground. I the ground like a sack of rocks. Wow. And I'm laying there. And I've I've been slain in the spirit before. Um, probably I think two times before. Mm-hmm. And it's just like boom, Holy Spirit hits you and you just whew, hit the ground. And um I just hit the ground and then I start screaming and crying. This is like involuntary. Like this was not me. I'm screaming and crying. It doesn't sound like me. The screams don't sound like me. The crying does not sound like me. Um, actually, a couple weeks after this, I'm scrolling through TikTok, and there's a video of me laying on the ground crying wow. on Daniel's page, and I'm like, oh my gosh, no, they did not do me. But um, it's okay because like. It's a, I, I'm so happy to talk about it, obviously, and I want other people to see Holy Spirit just hit me free that day. So as soon as I hit the ground, um, these women, they're like hovering over me and they're, they're um, praying with me and they're, they have this gift of discerning spirits. So they're able to um, kind of sort through what I'm dealing with without me telling them they have this spiritual gift. And um, they're just like, spirit of hate come off of her, anger come off of her, spirit of murder come off of her. Um, and they're just like saying these things and they're having me like repent while I'm on the ground. They're calling me like, Macy, we need you to repent for this. We need you to forgive this person. And I had to go through repentance, forgiveness, mm-hmm. and um, saying like, Satan, I'm not your home. Like, get out of me. Whatever demons you sent or whatever doors I open that allow these demons into my body, mm-hmm. get out of me in the name of Jesus. And I'm like on all fours. I'm coughing. I'm spitting. I'm dry heaving. It's just a crazy experience. And so this goes on for 45 minutes. And um, 
how are you feeling? And I'm, you know, I'm, I was feeling this whole time things moving, coming up out of my stomach and they would get stuck in my chest and then it would, they would hit my throat and then I would literally just cough and spit and throw up and it, it would just like, this release would come off of my chest and off of my shoulders. And so this went on for 45 minutes and then they were like, okay, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel a lot better, but I still think there's something there. Mm. And so they take me to this back room, okay? I get this VIP experience. They take me to this back room in this old church and they put me in front of this lady and they're like, this for 45 minutes. She still thinks there's something there. Like she's come expectant. She wants freedom. And so she's kind of talking. And, um, um, and, and then after I go through the story, I can go through like some Bible verses and, um, some things that I've learned and some other resources, but that will help people understand this, um, because I know this is going to spark a lot of interest or people are going to be questioning or wanting to know more because this was exactly what I went through Mm -hmm. after I've had this experience. I just wanted to learn more, um, about what I just gone. I'm in this back room and this lady's like, look me in my eyes. And she said, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking what up to what is in you. And I'm like, okay. She was like, just, just be quiet and just listen to what I, what I say. I'm like, okay. So she's like, whatever spirit is in her, you must reveal your assignment. And I'm like, what is she talking about? Mm. All of a sudden I feel stood in like really cold water, like ice water. Yeah. You know that feeling? It's like a cold burn. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I feel this like sensation come over my body. It's like I'm stepping in cold water, but it's burning and it's going up my legs. And I'm standing there involuntarily like I have no control over this stomping my feet. And I'm like, I'm like, why am I so angry right now? I'm like stomping my feet. So basically of me was pitching a fit because it did not want to go <laughs> did not want to go and i'm like this i'm like thinking oh this is kind of embarrassing so i'm like stomping and she's like stand still in the name of jesus i bind you what is your assignment to this girl and mm-hmm. i remember looking at her like what what am i supposed to say like i don't know what what does what to say mm-hmm. and my mouth opened okay when i tell you this i, I cannot make this up my mouth opened, and I'm not going to tell you what was said because it's very personal. And um, it was a spirit of trauma speaking out of me. Mm-hmm. And I heard with my ears and my mouth open and moved a voice that was not my voice. It was a man's voice came out of my body, came out of my body. And immediately, as soon as I heard what words came out of my body, I just began to like weep because I knew that I had been struggling with this my whole life. This demon that was assigned to me um, later, it was revealed to me that this spirit came into my life when I was four years old, a spirit of trauma. And it had been with me all of those years because I'm 22 now and this happened back in September and I had just turned 22 before. So all those years is had been with me it did not want to go and so she's like come out of her now in the name of jesus spirit of trauma get out of her body and so i just cough and spit all over the floor 
and immediately all of this pain in my body, all this heaviness just left my body. And I was like, (sighs) like I could breathe. I could feel air Mm. into my lungs. It was the craziest. And I just, you just can't like, you don't even know this feeling until you experience like, Mm-hmm. I didn't know how heavy things were or how hard it was to breathe until I was set free from all of this trauma and all of this hurt and pain that I was dealing with. It was crazy, mm. crazy. So I, um, a lot of the traumatic situations I had been in that this spirit of trauma was getting me into or influencing me to make these decisions or go to this place or do this or drink this it was that spirit of trauma influencing me again we have free will but when we are under demonic influence those demons have power because we give them legal right to um work through our bodies Mm -hmm. and um I went to go get prayer afterwards because I just wanted some discernment. I had zero discernment. I always thought that people had my best interests at mind. Oh, he actually loved me. Oh, this person isn't using me. Um, This friend is actually good, you know. Um, But I was in all these situations because I had zero discernment. So I went to get prayer. And this girl, she had a great prophetic gift. And she was just prophesying. It was like, you have fire. She said, the Holy Spirit is just showing me fire right now. You are a firecracker. You come into rooms and the atmosphere shifts. Mm-hmm. You are going to cast demons out of people. Like you have this boldness and this authority that demons are going to tremble in your presence. And we all have that authority, you know, just throwing that out there. We all as believers, as spirit filled believers, we all have that authority, but Mm-hmm. So this anointing that the the Lord has put on me, and she's like, you you have the Lord has given you that now. Now that you are set free, you're gonna have that discernment. And um, she just was prophesying things over me that the Lord was taking me places that other people physically cannot go because mm-hmm. of you know fear and you know she's like the Lord has this this great assignment on you, and I'm like, all right. And so we just prayed and um, we had a really cool moment. I got in my car. I drove four hours back home and yeah, here I am today. So yeah. Do you have any questions? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the, the that is a huge story. Crazy story. And I mean, so was it just the seeing David or Daniel online that we were like, I need to do something. So I guess um, it was like over the summer. So right after my graduation, so I graduated in May of 21 Mm -hmm. and um, I went through that whole summer and I knew I was going to have to get a big girl job and I was going to have to really mature and step up. And I was like, one of the big things that I want to do is, get back, you know, with God and Mm -hmm. living how I used to live. And I was like, I don't want to live this life. I hate this party girl lifestyle. I was moving to a bigger, a bigger city from my Mm -hmm. college town. And I was like, there's a lot of partying. There's a lot of drinking. There's big sports teams there. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to live like this. And 
I knew, I knew that the Lord had something crazy for me, this crazy calling. And I always knew that. And I think I was just avoiding it because of all the responsibility that would come with it. And I wanted to live for the world. Mm-hmm. But I guess just knowing that I, you know, I couldn't be a college girl anymore, that I had mm-hmm. to step and change my life. Um, or else I wasn't going to keep a job. I wasn't going to have my bills paid. I was going to be hungry. And I was like, I need to do better. So, yes, that um, inside of me wanting to change and do better. And then seeing those videos really sparked something in me. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting because I know a lot of people say that social media is evil. But in your case, like the Holy Spirit actually worked through social media. Yeah. It was crazy. like like showed you what to to look for and, and yeah. who who to seek after. So my my another thing is, um, can you do this by yourself? Um, like, yeah. Could, could you so, like could you like look at yourself in the mirror and just be like, be gone? Yeah. But like how so, like or or how do you know if you're like, you know, oppressed or possessed or you know whatever the terminology is yeah so um i actually have like six pages of notes that i was just taking um getting some bible verses together and stuff but you just you just reminded me of something so a couple weeks before i went to do my deliverance i was standing in my apartment and i was looking in the mirror and i caught a glimpse of something in my eyes and it scared the crap out of me it was not me it was absolutely evil yeah. I just felt just a darkness come over me it it I literally looked it in the eyes I don't know what it was obviously it was something inside of me that I had been carrying around but it's out of me and I've heard um another person that I've actually walked through deliverance say thing craziness mm-hmm. um so deliverance Um, I guess I can like kind of break it down and explain it. Deliverance, um, if you just look up the definition, it's a noun. Um, It's the action of being rescued or set free. In the Bible, it means to be rescued from bondage or danger. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the Bible, they also don't use the word like possessed or oppressed. Um, Possessed, when you think of possessed, that means that you have not asked Um, the Holy Spirit to come into your life or, you know, Lord, I give my life to you. So you, um, you were susceptible to evil and, you know, you don't have that foundation with Christ and Mm -hmm. be under demonic possession. And I have definitely seen people under possession, you know, just out on the streets. I'm sure all of us as believers have had a demonic, you know, encounter at seen some crazy things and I can get into that in a little bit but we like to say um that you are under demonic oppression or you are demonized um Mm -hmm. and I really wouldn't be surprised if anybody who is listening to this who is carrying some demons they're you know getting mad they're getting um you know sick on their stomach sometimes people will foam at the mouth because Mm -hmm. Satan does not want you to be set free Um, So, like, don't be shocked if this is happening right now, if you're getting upset or angry for no apparent reason. Um, Satan does not want you to be free. Mm -hmm. Um, In 2 Corinthians 2.11, we read that Satan, or so that Satan will not out. 
we need to be familiar with his evil schemes. And Paul was speaking to the church of Corinth about this. And um, basically, we just don't need to be ignorant to evil. And yeah, so um, Jesus like enlisted the disciples into a school of experience. And a lot of people do call me crazy when I talk about demons or um, deliverance because they, I don't know, I just feel like the Lord just like, all right, we're going to get some experience. So I, as soon as I was set free, I did my very first deliverance a couple weeks later on my own. I went into it, prayed up, and I'm like, Holy Spirit, help me. Um, I started watching videos by a guy named Isaiah Saldivar. Yeah. He is amazing. He gives really good um, instructions on how to cast out demons. He always gives um, biblical, you know, resources and exactly where to find these um, these verses in the Bible that, you know, back up the whole deliverance thing. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, the Lord commands us to get involved in spiritual work. You know, we, we, we put on the armor of God. We have a shield. Why would we have armor of God if there was no war? Mm-hmm. We, are, we are getting in war every single day as Christians. We wake up every day as soon as our head comes off the pillow. Sometimes in our dreams, and our sleep, we're going to war with Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, so since October, I've done over 30 deliverances. I've helped set people free. Um, Holy cow. Craziness, just like just doing what the Lord told me to and just having faith. Um, so I get a lot of questions like, can a Christian have a demon? What do you think? I mean, I don't think so. Um, okay. I think you can be like, you can be like oppressed, I, I think. But if you're, if you're really filled with the Holy Spirit, there's no room. So I guess I'll debunk that. So a Christian can have whatever they want. It is like so crazy to say can sin and um you but you can also accept jesus into your heart but then you would be off limits to satan and any of his schemes like oh they accepted christ in their life let's just leave them alone let's not try to influence them with our demonic power our demonic influence yeah Um, satan wants to take us out so in mark 1 and matthew 4 this is like the first time that jesus is doing his deliverance ministry um Peter was actually under the influence of a demon after he received the Holy Spirit. And obviously another disciple, Judas, he was demonized. Mm -hmm. Um, The Bible says like, if you are delivered from something and then you go back to that sin, the demon can come back seven times worse. So when I am doing deliverance, I make sure I'm really careful and make sure that that person, Hey, we can't just go back to the sin whenever our flesh tells us or whenever we're we're being tempted with stuff like this so um, the bible also says that jesus went from synagogue to synagogue preaching the gospel and casting out demons jesus was in the church casting out demons um and then mark one the first deliverance was in a church you know don't christians go to church you you go to church if you're christian right Mm so um This was driving the thieves out of the temple. Um, This happened twice in the Bible. The temple is symbolic of us as believers. And the driving out the thieves was a representation of deliverance. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, so the one thing, the one thing I, I 100% agree, you, agree with you on is you can't go back to what has caused all this pain and heartbreak in your life. You, you, you cannot. So I've been through a little bit of deliverance, not necessarily the, to the extent that you have. Yeah. Um, but there is like, like, so in San Diego, um, there's this couple that they go to Awaken Church. They, they did a number on me. They always like, yeah. like fill with the Holy Spirit, like knew a whole bunch of things about me. And like, obviously like ask questions like, Hey, was this something that you need to do? And was this something? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, like who do you need yeah. to forgive? Do you need to forgive this? You need to for-? yeah. And it was just, it was just crazy. And, and, and one of the things they said, which was so interesting, they're like, okay, you're now free which by the way, was one of the, the greatest things to hear. But he's like, just because we are like, like, like we basically opened up the, um, the, the, the gate to the prison and you can, you can walk out, right? Now you yeah. have the ability and you're equipped to walk out. But it's like, but now you also know where the prison is. Right. So don't go back. Yeah. He's like, exactly. it's like, like you, like you have the responsibility now to number one, um, not go back because, you know, if, if you do, that's, that's, that's stupidity, right? It's not ignorance. And then number two, you have the, now you have the responsibility to go free other people. Exactly. So it's, it's kind of like what, what you were saying. Cause there's, um, there's so much like hurt and pain out there that's caused by, you know, our decisions and demonic oppression and, and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the, um, the Bible talks a lot about like multiplication and fruit and, so, I mean, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, just do not go back to the sin that's causing all this, all this that, heartache. That, and, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, I feel, like, I feel like a lot of it, especially for our generation, is just this, like, hookup culture, this pornography, this, like, they, they think it's fine, but then we're creating all these, like, wild soul ties, but then breaking yeah. them off, like, right away. And it's just, like, our spirits are in shambles. That and that makes me think. So before you were talking about, you know, sleeping around, hookup culture, that was making me think that, you know, I always remind myself to starve my flesh and feed my spirit. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can we have all these resources, you know, end of our fingertips. We can we can get on dating apps and find somebody to hook up with in the next couple of hours, blah, blah blah. We can do whatever we want. We can go to any site we want. We can say whatever we want and like that's so crazy and another thing to me when you're talking about you don't think you have demons now wait till you hook up with somebody who really has demons you don't have anxiety now you hook up with somebody who has demons and all of a sudden you have raging anxiety Mm -hmm. they are they can be sexually transmitted demons just Mm -hmm. like diseases infections i'm telling you right now those soul Mm -hmm. ties that you're making with people who have you know depression and suicidal thoughts all of a sudden why did you just have that thought to take your own life or hurt yourself um because you were tied up with this person who is having those things so Mm -hmm. crazy like you know being in the church and casting out demons i did a full-on deliverance of a man who was on the council at his church he was a pastor he actually uh i don't want to expose him so i hope he doesn't in my dms um trying to haul at me i turned it around i was like have you ever heard of deliverance and he's like what and um he had no idea what i got him on the phone i walked him through it 
and turns out this guy was really hurting and struggling. Um, he actually had a heart um, disease or it was a genetic thing um, that was in his family. And we ended up setting him free from that and healing him. Um, I have a gift of, I never went through my, sorry, the apartment I'm staying at is having construction right now. <laughs> I don't know what they're up to, but um, I don't know. Wait. Okay. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Um, you were talking he, about the the pastor. Yeah. So he he's like, I don't even know what deliverance is. The phone. I tell him about it. I give him these Bible verses and scripture to back it up. And I was like, Do you believe Jesus is the healer, the deliverer, the redeemer? All these things. He's like, Yeah. I was like, Then let's do this. Like, let's get you set free. Mm-hmm. Like confessing a ton of things that he had never even said out loud. And the mm-hmm. Lord was revealing so much to him that he was struggling with. And we just renounced those things. Um, he was having ex- surgery like that next week to get like something put in his heart or figure out what they were going to do next. He Whoa. went to, um, Oh, actually, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I just learned a couple months ago that we have the power as Christians, like in a deliverance setting, demons to um, repair any like destruction they've caused in somebody's body. Like if somebody has cancer, like you can command those cells to, um, you know, go back to how they should function normally. Um, if that if that's God's will to heal you, but I commanded whatever his heart that was causing this um this function to leave in the name of jesus he said he felt it physically come off his chest he went to the doc he went to the doctor his doctor's appointment that next week and said there was nothing there there was absolutely nothing there he was healed he had a diagnosis on him they were going to do exploratory surgery and the doctor said there is absolutely nothing here what happened and he said Mm. oh god only God, like I have chills right now. Like that's one of my favorite stories. Um, craziness, like God is so good. From a DM slide to being cured. To from heart disease, like yeah. Can I get it? That's crazy. That is wild. So yeah, that's what I'm up to. There is just I don't know. I I could go on and on. Do you have any other questions? Like right now. No, just just keep keep sharing just some stories. Going. I think this is okay. like yeah, um, um, th- this is gonna help somebody. Yeah, because like you, like one of the big things that I've learned is that you don't have to carry these burdens. No, absolutely. right, you don't have to, and and what like it goes over, and it's not like a like a Catholic confession, but Mm-mm. it talks about it all the time. And like my, my, my favorite one is is Galatians six, where it talks about to bear each other's burdens. Right. And just like get yeah. stuff off your chest, like expose it to the light. Um, because I've been I've been set free from a couple things like pornography, for one, you know, just because I told someone about it. Yeah, absolutely. you know, and I, and I keep telling people about it. And like if I'm if I'm ever tempted and stuff, because like, yeah. you got to keep exposing it. There is, um, there is power in like that confession mm-hmm. and anything done in the light cannot be used against you. So once you're like, 
oh crap I had this thought today and you tell somebody and you bring it to light Satan cannot use that against you mm-hmm mm-hmm well because I, I think there's there's the 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 devil and, and demons they, they get they get power from um letting whatever it is fester right yeah. like, like you're saying like you can you can feed or starve it yeah right and w- whatever you feed grows and so mm-hmm. I think that like there's they, they, they get a stronghold they get power by just like having you feel shame about a situation or a sin and then it just kind of manifests and grows and then it gets out of control and you're like I don't know what to do now yeah well, what, what am I supposed am I supposed to do yeah um so the the first point I was going over was um can a Christian have a demon? And then, then I got into like church and deliverance in a church. So if we buy into the lie that deliverance or being set free is not for the into the hand of the enemy, mm-hmm. Satan wants us to believe that Christians can't be set free or once, you know, you're a Christian, but you're struggling with, you know, pornography or lust or anger or suicide. You, you don't need to, you know, worry about that because, you know, you, you've had this, um, the Holy Spirit came over you, you welcomed him into your heart. You're good. Like deliverance. No, you don't need that. That's only for people who were possessed. Um, absolutely Mm. not. Yeah. That's like, um, knowing is ranked higher than believing. That's when people, um, a lot of people who believe in things, they don't, or they don't believe in deliverance. They're not hands on the sick and believe healed they're not raising the dead they're not speaking in new tongues so Mm -hmm. they will say well i don't believe in deliverance that doesn't make it any more or not real that's like going to a car lot and asking somebody well and the person selling the car they've seen the car crank and they know that it runs if you believe that the car is going to crank because it's on a car lot, then you don't know that it will. So the person that knows that car will crank has more authority and they're ranked higher because mm-hmm. they know that this is a thing. I have seen it with eyes. I've done it. I've read it in the Bible. I've heard other people's stories. Deliverance is real. Not believe or believe something. You got to know it for yourself. And a lot of time you just have to ask Christ, like, God will give you knowledge. He will reveal things to you. You just have to ask him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, I, I just think it's so silly that you wouldn't believe in something when you haven't fully even experienced what it is. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, it's, like, it's like people rejecting Christianity because they don't believe that Jesus was a real person. When... Yeah when it's like pretty much common knowledge that he was yeah. not only from like the Bible, which is like, I don't know how many books in the Bible that mm-hmm. reference Jesus, like while he was alive. Yeah. There's so many other texts that support that didn't make the Bible or weren't even considered to be part of the Apocrypha, yeah. like extracurricular te- texts. And so it's like, when you don't look at the whole picture, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's silly to reject something. I mean, I, I had a girl after I was posting on my TikTok about abortion, um, Christians being pro-choice. This girl was super angry. She was messaging me and she was like, well, I don't even believe in Jesus. I was like, what do you mean you don't believe in Jesus? He was a real guy. Santa Claus was a real guy. You Mm -hmm. know, Santa Claus 
walked this earth at one point and he died. He didn't, you know, defeat death and the grave and all this, but Jesus was at one point walking on this earth and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. He believed in Jesus. Like, he he was on this earth and another thing, why would the disciples live and die and die by, you know, preaching the gospel if he was never alive? Like, why would you risk your life for something that wasn't real? I, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I don't understand. I love the the, the <laughs> C.S. Lewis thing where he was either a liar, a lunatic, or a lord. Mm-hmm. Right? That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, geez, what else? I still have some notes. Um, if you say a Christian can't be demonized, you're saying that you can go out and party, you can do drugs, you can, you can kill someone. But since you were filled with the Holy Spirit time that no demons can touch you, that wouldn't make sense in a biblical sense or a natural um, sense. Because you, you know, you and I both know people who drink, party, drugs, hook up culture. Mm-hmm. They don't respect their bodies. They don't respect their parents. People, mm-hmm. they're anxious. They're stressed. Mm-hmm. They're suicidal. They have low self-esteem. They're lazy. The females need constant validation. All kinds mm-hmm. of stuff like that. Those things are opening spiritual doors in your life and letting demons in. All of those things are byproducts of opening those mm-hmm. doors and, and making those things. And when you are sinning and you're living for the world, you're playing Satan's game. You're falling into the traps that he's setting for you. You are opening yourself up to Satan and mm-hmm. demons. You know, Satan can at one time. Our God, he is everywhere. He is everywhere. And so Satan mm-hmm. uses his demons to attack people. And there are some people and they can live inside of people. They can be inside of your body or they can be in your environment. Have you ever walked in a room and just known that it, the energy, I don't like to use the word energy because it's new agey, but just the vibe was off. You know, you walk in somewhere and you're like, ooh, this is, this is a little yeah, dark Yeah, I here. actually, yeah, I actually have. Um, it's funny because it was before, like the first time I remember this happening was before I even was aware of all this stuff. I grew up as a, as a Christian, but I didn't really understand like this kind of, this kind of concept mm-hmm. until last few years um with like COVID and the spirit of fear and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but um when I was in high school I walked into our I think it was junior prom or something like that and the atmosphere was just evil that's crazy you you could just tell and like I didn't think anything of it so I still went in but I was like "Eh, oh yeah vividly I, I, I walk in and it's just like sweat Mm. right this like because it, it was at this like nightclub at the top yep. of this like tower in seattle oh my god and like i walk in and it's just like 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 heat and like sweat and i'm like just like i don't know it was it was <laughs> it was yeah it was gross it was gross and then yeah. i kind of got you know addicted to that and so that's yeah. where the, the party and hookup culture came in college and stuff but you know yeah but yes i do understand like there is a thousand percent energy vibes like whatever you want to call it it's just like interesting it's yeah. not of god yeah so 
I mean, I guess like my message to anybody listening to this right now who they've done these things at one point and you're still having anxiety, you're still having like stress or you're suicidal or you have low self-esteem, like you are able to ask the Lord to set you free. Like, Lord, I confess all these things that I've done. Lord Mm -hmm. God, like I confess that I was partying and I confess that I was being drunken. Um, I confess that I slept with this guy or I slept with this girl and, or I confess I did these drugs and he will set you free from those things. Like Mm -hmm. they will come off of you, literally sit in a mirror and command demons to leave as long as they do not have legal right to be there and legal right. A lot of the times will hold on to like unforgiveness or if you are Mm -hmm. still actively sinning like obviously we're we're not perfect we sin every day but if you're willingly sinning and like oh it'll be this once or one time or oh yeah i know i'm not supposed to do this but i'm gonna do it anyway if you're sinning like the lord's not gonna honor that Mm -hmm. he will but you know yeah yeah to be doing Mm -hmm. so um, I can That's walk good. through deliverance too. Um, another question that I kind of wanted to cover, um, that a lot of people have is like, like what makes me different than anybody else? Nothing. I just mm-hmm. have, um, spiritual gift of discerning spirits. I have the gift of healing and I have the gift of knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. all of those, all of those work together in a deliverance setting. Um, Holy spirit will tell me things about people as soon as I get in their presence, um, this one girl, there was a Python spirit that, that, um, this is also a Bible. It is a, it's a byproduct of like witchcraft, um, like new agey horoscopey stuff. You still like, you still want to be a Christian, but you've gotten into these things like burning sage or the crystals or Mm -hmm. altars or stuff like that. You still mm. have a tie to Christianity, but you're also doing these new age things. It will squeeze you like a snake. It squeezes out your life. So you don't want to pray. Um, it squeezes out your you know, social life. So you'll start to isolate yourself. Um, it is a Python spirit. So something really interesting about my discernment is I feel it. Um, there's mm-hmm. different pains in my body that mean different things. Um, this Python spirit, I it on the front of my neck and it is a squeezing sensation um i sit down in front of this girl and immediately i feel the tightening of my neck and i didn't say anything until i wrote it down on my notebook every time i go do a deliverance i write things down in my notebook so that i can go through and start putting demons with um different traits because Demons have traits. Um, there's a spirit of Jezebel. Everybody mm-hmm. knows the spirit's name. She is promiscuous. She likes to cause drama. Sometimes um, Jezebel will hide in the church, especially church leaders. Um, she can handle powerful preaching. She, um, she, um, a lot of times when people, you know, cheat on their partner or in their marriage, the spirit is, you know, to blame. And, Mm -hmm. um, it can just really, she can really cause some damage if you let her, um, she manipulates, um, what else does she do? She does all kinds of stuff, but, um, 
the spirit out and um, it manifested physically. This girl starts hissing at me like a snake. Like, and she's doing her head, like moving her head like a snake. And this is my very first deliverance. All I had was my Bible, my notebook and Holy Spirit (laughs) to guide me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, never seen anything like this because I've never done it before. But like, Lord, help me. And uh, I prayed over this girl for three hours, laid hands on her. Uh, we renounced things. We went through unforgiveness. The Lord was revealing stuff to her, and she was set free by the time I left. Like, praise God. Just a crazy thing. I've seen I've seen crazy things. I've seen people's eyes go completely black. I've seen girls talk in men's voices. Mm-hmm. I've seen... A, a guy talking a female voice. Um, I've seen people hissing and growling. Um, sometimes uh, I've heard like different deliverance preachers talk about people's teeth getting completely sharp and pointy. Haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just seen crazy things. Like you just can't make it up. Like evil is out there and there is power and demonic power and influence, but God is all-powerful he trumps any type of evil plan or evil scheme of satan um no matter how far gone like you are not too far gone like i don't want anybody on here listening and thinking like oh yeah i got been partying for 20 years i've been doing this for 20 years i've been molested since i was a child and you know i still carry this all through my life like you can be set free. You do mm. not have to live with this. You do not have to live like this. Like it, like God is just a prayer away. And, you know, you get in a community where people are actively laying hands on people and, you know, mm-hmm. people to want freedom. Like you get in that type of environment, then you're going to be set free. All you have to do is have faith in God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think it takes like a level of, of, you know, humility too, right? You have to lay down your pride and, and understand that you can't do it by yourself. Absolutely. And you shouldn't even try to do it by yourself. No. Right? I, I it tried takes to God, it, it takes myself. other people. I tried like my whole college, all of college, I wanted to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, I'm good, God. Maybe next year. Nope, I'm good, God. Maybe next year. And mm-hmm. I wanted to do it by myself. But, like, I just hurt myself. I really, I got hurt physically, emotionally. It was bad. Mm. And I allowed, I just suffered. And I allowed myself to suffer. But you don't have to. Why would you do something the hard way when you don't have to? That, that was so dumb of me. Right. <laughs> um, the, only, the only regret I have is, like, not stepping into this sooner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so crazy because older than me that come to me for advice or come to me like hey can you help me with this um my life group leader she's like 40 something i helped um deliver her obviously with the holy spirit um working through me we delivered her from crazy trauma from her past and things that she had been carrying around since she was a child mm-hmm. and, um i have a family friend who didn't even believe in deliverance she just wanted healing and she knew of people that had this gift of healing I went over to her house. We ended up healing her, but she was also set free from crazy trauma and crazy 
she had gone through and she's mm. like i don't even know what deliverance is and i explained it to her and even before we did it she was like girl i don't know if i believe in all this i'm like do you believe in jesus and she was like yep i was like do you believe that jesus will heal you do you believe that jesus is the the redeemer he's the deliverer and she's like yep i'm like you have enough faith let's do it and it is just i just love education because you know i didn't know any of this before i experienced it right and it just crazy she's like girl i grew up baptist i don't know what you're talking about i was like girl Mm -hmm. we can we can we can get you healed we can get you set free Mm. and i love it i love it i love it sorry i just feel like a (laughs) rant no it's fantastic i mean this is why i wanted to have you on because i knew that there was this amazingness in you we just had to had to share it Mm-hmm. Thank and you. I know, yeah, yeah, that's um, it's freaking awesome. Another thing, I mean, I, I, and then I got off into another rabbit trail, but um, is every believer supposed to cast out demons? What do you think? I, I think we all have the ability to, it just depends Absolutely. on if we decide to. Yeah, Paul says deliverance is not a gift of the spirit, which it is not a gift of the spirit. Um, People, that's like the same as people being called into the office of, you know, prophets, leaders, evangelists, pastors. Those are, you know, you have to have a calling on your life to do those things. I'm very much not a teacher. I'm very much not, you know, any of those things, you know, unless the Lord tells me to or reveals that to me. But Mm -hmm. deliverance is not a gift of the spirit. Anybody can do it. Um, If only some people are called and then none of us would do it because we'd make, you know, worldly excuses like, Oh, I'm scared. You know, what if this person's eyes turn black? I can't handle that. I'm scared. <laughs> or, you know, but yeah. if you are a Christian you are called to do this, that, you know, we are commissioned to do this, you know, mm-hmm. what is the great commission? Can you tell me? To go out to make disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm. And, Lay hands on the sick and believe that they will be healed. Speak in new tongues. Cast de- The Bible says, cast devils out in my name. Mm-hmm. We are commissioned to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find this, you know, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It talks about like mental strongholds and overcoming those. Mm-hmm. Um, 10, 1, Luke 10, John, 1 John 2. Um, it talks about like the anointing for discerning of spirits and then. First John four, identifying that spirits are not of God. There's so many things like Jesus commissioned believers to cast out demons in his name. And he also says, says that this is the first sign of being a believer. This is, this is in Mark 16, casting out devils. If mm-hmm. you do this, this is the first sign that you believe in Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Like how crazy, like you, you got to go cast out demons if you want to show <laughs> Come on, let's do it. Everybody right. has this power and authority. Um, so, God, the the larger like the the larger church body mm-hmm. sees this as weird, but yeah. in obviously in the Bible, I mean, we're it's it's there. It's it's the Great Commission. We are commissioned. Where, where did? it go wrong where where did we lose the sense of power and authority so i there's a lot of i um i don't really know if a solid answer comes to mind but i know i've heard my mom say like 
back in the day when somebody was, you know, they were crazy, okay? When they were crazy, you would take them to church and they would get hands laid on them and they would get prayed over. And it didn't matter what denomination you were. That's Mm -hmm. just what you did. And I guess fear, a spirit of fear has come over the church. It's it's not, not all the time, you know, just as easy as saying demons leave and then they just Mm -hmm. come off of you. Sometimes it is that screaming. It is the eyes turning blue. The crawling on the ground, throwing up, spitting, coughing, sneezing, burping. Mm -hmm. It's scary and it can be, but you have to be in a place of, you know, authority. Like, all right, demons, because that, so all that behavior is called a flex. Demons will flex to intimidate you and scare you. So, you know, they don't want to leave. Like, why, why would a demon want to leave your body and go like hang out in hell or, Mm-hmm. like it has a perfectly nice body that I get to walk to hang out in and influence you to do things like why would it want to leave I guess it, I, I want to lock my answer in as a spirit of fear come over the church or people just not understanding mm-hmm. and, and I feel like the people not understanding goes back to earlier when we were just talking about like they just don't they just dismiss it because yeah. they haven't looked at everything Yeah. and so I'm wondering if it's like laziness or they just haven't been exposed to it or a spirit of religion you know you want to put god in a box you want to put god in that pew on sunday um you want to put him you know not in this place where he can read you know Mm -hmm. at the altar on sunday he's in somebody's apartment floor you know (laughs) i've done deliverance in crazy places i've done one in a in a car like in a car in somebody's floor over zoom i was Mm -hmm. sitting in the bathroom one time on a ski trip doing a delivery west virginia i was up in the mountains skiing and Mm -hmm. like it's just a spirit of fear and a spirit of religion religious people want to deny that deliverance is real yeah and they'll carry these things their whole lives and suffer with these things their whole lives just because they don't want to believe that God has this power to really encounter you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. You're just hitting it straight in the head. And you're doing good work, too. I mean, yeah. your, your TikTok's blowing up. You said you've done a ton. And you, and you said this transformation has really only happened since September. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it hasn't even been a year. Nope. Which is amazing. That's yep. fantastic. I'm trying to do better about um, deliverance content. Um, I hate to admit it, but like I do get discouraged when some of my videos don't really get a lot of a. a um, I don't love arguing with people in the comments, um, but I definitely need to get over that and start spreading this because I know my story can help somebody and I have a job and, you know, here, well done when I get to heaven. So mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. do better about that. Well, the one thing I'll say is I, I, I break this rule all the time, but my rule is don't reply to comments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like to be right all the time. I like to tell, I like to explain. Well, here's the thing is that you are right. And it, yeah. it, you being like someone else thinking that you're wrong doesn't take away from you being right. It's true. Yeah. 
So yeah. I'll just I'll just encourage you in that. And then yeah, stop replying to comments because then you get vindictive, and then you know you're, you 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 get mad, you get upset, you get discouraged, you get whatever, yeah. and then that comes out in the comments, and that's not a good yeah. look. So it's not. You're right. Not a good look at all. And this is coming from me totally dismissing a couple people the other day on a post that I made. And so I, I'm speaking <laughs> because I'm very convicted. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, oh, we'll just ask the Lord to bless them. Yeah. I, yeah, I do all the time. Not specifically, but just say, Hey, anyone who sees this, which yeah. here's the thing. It's a lot. I Have you looked at your analytics recently? No. Oh my gosh. You, I, I, I mean, if you're getting, I don't know, anywhere from a thousand to 10,000 views on a video, Okay. I'll bet you you're reaching anywhere from like 200,000 to a million people a month hmm, on TikTok. Yeah, no, you're, you're reaching a ton. So like I'm, I'm hitting Instagram really hard right now. Yeah. And I think, um, I think in the last week I've reached over a hundred thousand people. Pretty good. That's very, very huge. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. I'm like, I'm freaking stoked. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. a lot. So I I do enjoy your though. Um, there's like a handful of like that has anything to do with you being a guy, but like you know, Christian political conservative creators, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so like. But I I do genuinely enjoy your content, and I think you're definitely making a great impact. Um, and being super consistent, so you're always on my feed. <laughs> Oh, well, good, good. That, that, that encouraged me. I'm trying to be a little bit different because everyone can yeah. just spew the talking points. Right. But then like, what, what else is out there? Like what, what's the real agenda going on? Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily about gun control. It's not about, well, I guess it is about abortion because that's like literally demonic worship but there's so many there's so many issues that you just look at the issue and not actually like at the bigger picture of like what are people's like heart issues and i think that i think that like getting people to back to church is the hands down one of the greatest things that i could be doing and so i'm always encouraging people to go back to church i think that like I mean, I've gotten hundreds of people to come to my church. That's awesome. Um, just through social media, and then I know, like, I've gotten a bunch of people to go to church, um, like in their states and in their communities. Because I mean, awesome. not every church is made equal. There's there's some you know good churches and bad churches, yep. but absolutely. Um, I think that it's it's more of the heart posture of getting mm-hmm. back with the bride of Christ. Yeah. You know just getting there and just uh, god will do the rest you know mm-hmm. a good message a long way or just even a good verse in an okay message like mm-hmm. you would really be surprised yeah but just yeah. showing up honestly and just yeah. praying for those people mm-hmm. and then once you find a, a good church to go to just mm-hmm. get after it like serve in the church i i a thousand percent have had a much different church experience because uh, number one, my church is fantastic. Like I'm, yeah. I helped, it, I, I helped build it, but there's like, I am like down to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm down to go help set up. I'm down to be on the parking team. I'm down to help with kids church or social media, or I'm down to speak. I'm down to help with production or like I can go play, um, play in the, in the worship team. Like I can do 
like all, and I'm down to do all these things. It doesn't yeah. matter if I'm just like a, a an usher or I'm in the parking team or I'm up on stage. Like I, I, I want to help. Yeah. I want to, I want to help serve. And, and yeah. my encouragement, like get, do that because yeah. number one, it just, it's, it's like food for your soul. Mm-hmm. And number two, you just create like amazing friendships. Yeah. Just the, the community and just knowing, like, you know, you're doing the Lord's work. You're in the Lord. You're helping provide an experience for somebody. Mm-hmm. Encounter, you're setting you're setting up for an encounter that somebody might have that day. Or mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So we've been going for um, like an hour 15. It's probably a good mm-hmm. time to stop. Do you where where can people find you? Um. All my socials are at It's Macy's World. Um, yeah. I started a blog back in college, and that was my blog name. So it kind of yeah. just People will see me on the street be like, It's Macy's World. I'm like, oh, gosh. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah. I love um, it. It's Macy's World. Mm-hmm. And do you, have a, do you have a website or a business or something that you want to promote? I I definitely want to plug my church. Um, they have really awesome messages. Even if you like, you know, you go to church and you're like, okay, I want to, I want some, I want more. Um, it's the refuge. Um, I think it's the refuge.net maybe mm-hmm. um, the refuge. And we're located in North Carolina. We have three locations in North Carolina. Um, I love my pastor and just really good words. And um, if you go on the website and just want watch some of the older sermons fantastic um and last thing is there any last piece of um advice a good word that you want to leave with the people um i just definitely want to encourage you you know if you heard something that you know you want to learn more um definitely dig deeper um isaiah saldivar is a really great resource daniel adams as well if you're struggling with anything at all that is not of God, so it's not joy, peace, any of these things. If you're mm-hmm. struggling with anything not of God, you do not have to. And I encourage everybody to take authority over that and, you know, give it to God. Um, if anybody has any questions, you definitely can reach out to me. Um, I'd love to help people. If, if somebody's serious about deliverance, um, I'd love to get on a video chat with you and walk you through that and see if we can get you set free but definitely um you do not have to carry these things i carried it long and it is just exhausting mm. this i love it so good yeah. so good macy well thanks thank for coming you. on and sharing this has been no, great thank you so much for having me i was really looking forward to this i love it that's fantastic cool well we will chat later then all righty bye all right bye